Welcome back in. Brady Farkas show right here on a Tuesday on WDEV, AM and FM and WDEVradio.com. Joining us now, live from the 18th green somewhere, <laughs> is the voice of the New England Patriots, our guy Bob Sosi, who's with us every single Tuesday. Bob, I know you are playing in a big-time celebrity golf tournament, so I will make it briefer today. Um, I know I am doing this, but do you get the impression Sunday's loss is being minimized? Yeah, Brady, I think some people are so encouraged and optimistic about the future because of the performance of Mac Jones, and I think there's a lot of reason to feel good about what we saw from the young quarterback and certainly aspects of the Patriots with the room to grow offensively. But I do think that it's a disappointing loss on a lot of fronts. I thought the defense, for example, in which they invested so much, you know, kind of let them down in a couple of key spots. You look at the Dolphins' ability to run it enough I didn't think Miami would be able to run on the defense this year after the Dolphins ran all over the Patriots last season. When they gained 250 yards a year ago, it was a poorest run defense, certainly one of the worst in, in Bill Belichick's tenure with New England. They invested heavily in the front seven, and I thought, okay, there's no way that the Patriots are going to allow that to happen. Well, Miles Gaskin had two 15-yard runs for the Dolphins on their second touchdown drive, the final 30 yards run running plays, and then the, when the game was hanging in the balance after the Patriots, even after the fumble by Damian Harris, the Patriots still had an opportunity, all three timeouts plus the two-minute warning, and the Dolphins gained five yards and four yards on consecutive runs by Malcolm Brown. And that's one aspect. Another aspect would be, for example, the situational football that let them know they were outplayed when it came to the turnover margin. They're outplayed when it came to the discipline of penalties, not committing them by you know, the Dolphins, uh, who, of course, with Brian Flores, preached the same things that the Patriots do. Uh, so in a lot of ways, they lost that game more than the Dolphins wanted. That's taking nothing away from Miami's effort, well-coached performance. You know, Certainly Waddle is a difference maker, plus Devontae Parker. But I also thought the two other things were exposed in that game. Questions that we had coming out of training camp. Tackle depth. Who's the third tackle for the Pats? And also cornerback depth. How the Patriots would be affected in the secondary without Stephon Gilmore in particular. You know, the biggest issue for me, Bob, where the game was really lost was the fact that the Pats were one for four in the yeah. red zone at converting touchdowns. That was very disappointing. As you talk with Zoe yeah. during the game, uh, how can they address what went wrong in the red zone? Well, I think that's another area, too. Absolutely. You know, I, I was looking at kind of, I think the red zone has, has been a topic of a lot of discussion this week. And you look at the two tight ends. Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith have been two of the best red zone targets in the NFL the last couple of years. And I think when the Patriots signed them, you thought there would be a significant impact on their production in the red zone. And what we saw, I think, at times, uh, you know, early in the game was a bit of a conservative approach, understandably so, with a rookie quarterback in his first start, especially, you know, in the way that it ended. I think what we'll see more of down the road, though, is giving Mac Jones an opportunity, even inside the 20, to throw it. I think they had a lot of confidence and faith in the in the running game uh, behind that offensive line. I think it's part of it too. I think in the final series, I think the, the the clock came into play. Maybe that's why they handed it off to Damian Harris in that situation because Mac had passed them into that spot. He'd run uh, the offense, spreading it out, out of the gun directing things very well by that point in time certainly was in a rhythm i thought harris was a bit gassed that goes back as well i think that fact to the maybe the lack of ramadre stevenson's presence because of his early fumble early mishap out there uh harris certainly looked like he was gassed took the handoff and you can't lose it 
either way, but nonetheless, I think a factor. But you're absolutely right. You know, the, the red zone last year was a problem in the Miami game. Another illustration. They were forced to kick four field goals last year and lost to the Dolphins 22-12. Well, they got on the board with a touchdown in this game, but they still re- relied on Nick Folk three times to kick field goals. And then, of course, they fumbled inside the 10. Bob, I will get you out of here on this and get you back to your big golf outing. So I'll start. Yeah, first, I'll, I'll, first of all, Brady, I got to. I'm the, I'm like the worst golfer on this golf course and the worst golfer on this planet. Probably it's a charity event. I was asked to play kind of last minute, and, and and so that's. I just want to explain that to the audience. Hey, a good a, a a day on the course is better than a lot of days anywhere else. So good or bad, it's still good to enjoy some nice weather at least. Um, yeah, it's gorgeous. Mac Jones was good, obviously. We know this. He took a lot of what the defense gave him, which was a lot of underneath stuff. How do you balance taking what the defense gives, but also taking some shots and developing some explosiveness? Well, I think that comes in time. But I think, you know, number one, I think you're criticized because you take what the defense gives. Yeah, To me, that's generally what good offenses do. You, you know, you, you, you maybe you look for some shot plays next next time around and in the future on first down. Uh, but to me, you know, to fault Mac Jones, as I've seen some people do for, for check downs and take what the defense gives, well, that's what this offense has thrived on for years. How many times, really, in my tenure, uh, can you recall over the last eight, nine seasons, the Patriots airing it out deep downfield? Uh, they won a lot of games without a lot of long balls. Now, I think that you, you, you have to have receivers, number one, who can create separation and – beat defenses deep i think in the dolphins case you had two corners who were really as good a cornerback tandem as there there is in the league and xavier howard and byron jones and i you know nelson aguilar had a good game uh nelson aguilar is the patriots one speedy threat but yeah. anybody else out there i mean when they did throw deep they threw to jacoby myers down the middle of the field and jason mccourty was able to keep up with him stride for stride and knock the ball down this is a team that doesn't have a lot of speed to stretch the field so i think probably in the future you'll see some more deep shots some chunk play type shots uh off play action on first down and, and try to go that route mac has shown us he could do that in the preseason he could throw that deep ball but i think on sunday i think part of it was the personnel of the dolphins but also what, what miami's defense was willing to give the patriots they played zone in miami in this game a lot more brian flores is a man-to-man coach they predominantly play man coverage in this game they played a lot of zone and I think that dictated where Mac Jones was going with the ball and also the fact that the right tackle spot going back to my point about tackle depth was an issue and he was under a lot of pressure he got hit nine times hard to stand back there where you got to release the ball right away and throw the ball deep downfield Bob Sosi, voice of the Patriots. Check him out all season long right here on WDEV. Pats and Jets coming up on Sunday at 1. Bob, my advice to you is uh, read the green well and be short on the putt rather than long, and we will talk to you again next week. Well, Brady, I have the pleasure of playing in a group with Steve Grogan, who threw the deep ball extremely well, and he also hits a golf ball extremely well. And uh, whether I see the green or not (laughs) – (laughs) <laughs> and I'm definitely short on the putts more times than not. But, of course, I'm short with everything else as well. <laughs> Bob, we will see you again. Thanks for making some time today. Thank you, Brady. Appreciate it.